Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. Jesse and Anita, we're here to serve you. We're back. Friday, TGIF, thank God I'm forgiven. Aquila and Prisca. (laughs) Yes, we're good to be back. And and we got some great, uh, we've got a great show lined up for all of you. Uh, We're going to be talking about transgenderism. Yep, it's uh, the family's worst enemy. Absolutely, absolutely. It's the uh, diabolical uh, infiltration of of what God has established in the very beginning. Remember, today is the month of... uh, well, this month is a month dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yeah, and today's a feast day. Um, Our Lady Fatima. Pray for us. Mm-hmm. The first re- apparition. want to remind you that there's still uh, room for uh, Kyle Clements' Reclamation Theology Retreat, June 12th to June 17th. Uh, for more information on that, go to libercristo.org. There's also a little bit of room left for the Mother-Daughter Retreat, June 26th to July 1st with Father Chad Ripperger. Go to libercristo.org. It's going to be back. I've been off, got, um, gone for a couple of days. But yep. let's jump right into it. There's a bunch of need-to-know files before we get on to today's topic. Yeah, the first one is a day of prayer and fasting. Today. Today. That, and why are we going to do that? Because the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, the USCCB, on Tuesday acknowledged that some abortion advocates are calling for nationwide demonstrations, disruptions of churches, of church services, and personal intimidation of specific Supreme Court justices. So the USCCB president, uh, Archbishop Jose Gomez from Los Angeles, uh, said uh, from the USCCB pro-life chairman, Archbishop Willem Elori, also issued a statement calling for Catholics to join us in fasting and praying the rosary on Friday, May 13th, the memorial of Our Lady of Fatima. Today. What? Perfect day today. to do the fast. Pray Please today I... the rosary. No yes. excuses. we got yes, some absolutely. evil things going on. So what's, right. the, what's the second need to know file? The second need to know is Senate votes to protect justices. Thank you, Jesus. The Senate on Monday passed legislation to provide better protections for su- Supreme Court justices and their families. The proposal sponsored by Senator John Cornyn, who's a Republican from Texas, passed in a voice vote with no objections and would provide all nine justices with protections similar to those already in place for members of Congress. The move comes amid ongoing threats and illegal protests outside the homes of pro-life justices. Yeah, Com- this, this was needed. Common sense piece of legislation. Absolutely. That's why to- there was no objection to this. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. What's our third need-to-know file? Okay, so the third need-to-know is the uh, Department of Justice ignores pro-abortion law-breaking. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, surprise. The Biden administration's Department of Justice has remained silent about repeat, repeated pro-abortion protests outside the homes of pro-life Supreme Court justices, despite there being a federal law against such demonstrations. There's a, um, a code, a federal U.S. Code 1507 states that any individual who pickets or parades with the intent of influencing any judge near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge, juror, witness, or court officer will be subject to fines, imprisonment, or both. So um, that's... 
That has I to mean, be enforced. It has to be enforced, and they're not enforcing it. No, the of course is, that there's quiet. There's crickets. Yeah, they enforce it when mm-hmm. it, when it's uh, uh, to their advantage. Patriots and conservatives mm-hmm. that they yeah. perceive to vi- like they the did law. Uh, like yeah. January sixth. Yep. You know, they arrested. What about the 574 BLM riots and Antifa riots? Yeah, in what two about years? them? All those people. Nobody got prosecuted. Nope. Nope. They um, were actually bailed out by Kamala Harris. She yeah. had a fund for them. By the way, just because it's good to see Catholics okay. mobilizing around the country. A friend of mine from uh, Visalia just sent me a, a quick text. Uh, he says that, uh, that over in Visalia, and since he had the decency to send it to me, I'll mention it. Planned Parenthood is going to. On March 14th, they're going to the Visalia Courthouse to do a demonstration. It's called Bands Off Our Bodies, but it's good. Uh, my friend Salman Zone, who will inform me later on, he says Catholics and Protestants are mobilizing to do a, a counter-demonstration kind of protest. Good for you guys out yeah, in Visalia. Go support the, the pro-life movement. we got to be out there also. Yes. But in peace and prayer. Yeah, Richard... You know, Go ahead, Anita. Okay. So now we're going to get into um, a, uh, a video called The Trans- Tra- Transgender Threat. Um, can we play that clip? There is a transgender threat, but the threat is not from people who identify as transgender. The threat is to people who identify as transgender and to our society as a whole. The threat is coming from activists pushing a transgender ideology who reinvent language, tear down medical safeguards, and push their ideology on children. First, let's understand some of the basics in their own words. According to a recent publication by the American Psychological Association, quote, transgender is an umbrella term for persons whose gender identity, gender expression, or behavior does not conform to that typically associated with the sex to which they were assigned at birth. Note that phrase, assigned at birth. According to trans activists, biological sex is not real. The sex which a person identifies with is that person's sex, regardless of his or her innate physical characteristics. In other words, a man who identifies as a woman is a woman and always was a woman. What does biology say? Modern science shows that our sex manifests itself in every level of our being from the obvious physical differences between men and women to our internal organs and the way our bodies are structured, and continuing all the way down to our DNA. Men and women are different from the moment of conception. Cosmetic surgery and cross-sex hormones can affect appearances, but they cannot change the underlying biological reality. Some trans activists try to muddy the waters by pointing to certain extremely rare disorders of sexual development. But just because a person has a developmental disorder that makes it harder to be readily categorized as either male or female does not mean that person is neither male nor female. What does philosophy say? We don't have to read Genesis to understand that God created us male and female. We know that there is a difference between identity and reality. Just because someone identifies as something doesn't necessarily mean he or she is that thing. I identify as a Baltimore Orioles fan, therefore I am one. But if I identified myself as an 80-year-old woman, simply claiming that would not make me an 80-year-old woman. What about the medical and psychological fields? Gender dysphoria is a real condition that can cause tremendous pain and suffering. Certainly, we should be compassionate towards people with gender dysphoria. But so-called sex reassignment is impossible because sex isn't assigned to begin with. And there is no medical evidence that transitioning from one sex to another actually resolves that pain and suffering. 
In fact, there is a lot of evidence that transgender treatments actually cause further harm. In 2016, the Obama administration concluded that after a review of the best studies, that there were no clinically significant improvements in the quality of life of people who underwent gender reassignment surgery. The most thorough long-term study of people who underwent gender reassignment surgery was done in Sweden over the course of 30 years. It found that people who underwent gender reassignment surgery had a suicide rate 20 times higher than their peers. And a study just last year, using the largest data set ever, revealed that neither hormonal nor surgical transition brought any benefit to patients. Finally, the best studies indicate that when children with gender dysphoria are given time and space to deal with their internal conflicts without puberty blockers or cross-sex hormones, between 80 and 95% of them will naturally embrace their bodily sex. So how does all of this affect you? What is the threat to society? First, trans activists push their ideology at the expense of girls and women. They demand laws that allow men who identify as women to enter female-only spaces, like women's bathrooms, locker rooms, and even prisons. This poses a safety and privacy risk to our mothers, sisters, wives, daughters, and granddaughters. Males are also being allowed in many states to compete in female sports. Males have inherent differences in their bodily structures, which no surgery or hormone can change, which give them tremendous athletic advantages. Second, people are being forced to speak and act in support of trans ideology. There are increasing examples of people being fired from their jobs for not addressing a person by that person's preferred pronouns or shamed for not specifying their own pronouns. Most importantly, transgender ideology is being marketed to young children. In examples like the genderbred person or drag queen story hours, these messages confuse children and the intense push for transgender ideology over the last several years has led to a rapid increase of teenage girls identifying as transgender. For children to be healthy, they need help from adults to accept their physical bodies and understand themselves as male or female. People who identify as transgender deserve our love and compassion. And that is exactly why we must speak the truth in love. Biology is not bigotry. I'm Ryan Anderson, author and president of the Ethics and Public Policy Center for Edify. What a great service Edify provides to the Catholic Church. Edify, yes, absolutely. They're from Catholic Vote. They're mm -hmm. they're part of Catholic Vote, and uh, they're starting to become like the uh, the Prager University series for Catholics. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, what do we know about Ryan Anderson? Well, he's a author and president of Ethics and Public uh, Policy Center for Edify. That's who he is, and you know, he mentioned something really interesting. The 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 transgender movement wants to assign. They said that your 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 sex is assigned at birth. No. Your your sex is determined by God. It's determined by God. You're not assigned. You're not a homework assignment. No. You are oh. <laughs> We just we were getting into it. But I wanted to I'll mention something on the next segment about Hermaphrodite. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Holy pause. Pray for us. We'll be back.
We're back. We just watched the video. It's called The Transgender Threat. It's uh, from Edify, which is it's uh, annexed to CatholicVote.org. Uh, and to some some comments that you had regarding the video that we uh, well done video that we just saw. Yeah, just before the end of the break, I did mention that you know God um, determines a sex. Your a sex is not assigned like such as the transgender uh, movement uh, alleges. Watch, alleges and wants you to believe course there's the confusion there they want you to confuse and and their their main objective obviously is to uh just attack the family mm. attack the 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 marriage between man and a woman and children they mm-hmm. want to attack the family that's the goal of satan so the satanists are uh, satan is using these this uh movement. this movement and people to, yeah and people to uh confuse the individuals but there's a a statement that he said he goes um I'm going to read it off to you because I think uh, this is uh, important. Um, it says uh, 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 it said some trans activists tried to muddy the waters by pointing to certain extremely rare disorders of sexual development. In other words, there's people that uh, persons that have been born with uh, sexual both sexual organs. In their body, okay, but that doesn't make them um, transgender. Uh, transgender. It does not make them. This is just a rare disorder, and it's called hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite, and it. Let me read you the 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 definition of it. It's a person or animal having both male and female sex organ or other sexual characteristics either abnormally or, in the case of some organisms, as a natural condition. But just because a person has a development disorder, that makes it harder to be readily categorized as either male or female, does not mean that that person is neither male nor female. So so the whole thing about this, I in my nursing career, I saw out of the 25 years that I've been a nurse, I saw one person with that. And and she what it was she she was a female, and um, and there's treatment for that. But that this is a rare developmental disorder. So they try to use that to say, see, the see, exception. no, yeah, that's not transgender. No, it's not transgender. Absolutely not. And these cases, they're very uh, between them and their doctor. They're not someone that they they that you'll never know. Uh, unless you really know who that person is, unless they um, uh, divulge uh, their uh, medical history, but these person, these people, really are are under treatment with their doctor, with their endocrinologist, and uh, they take care of this. By the way, the transgender movement—they don't need our compassion; they need our prayers. Absolutely, they, not not our, not our, you know, don't uh, start. Uh, pull, uh, aligning yourself ideologically with them. They need our prayers. That's what they need more than anything else. Okay. There's a presentation that we want to share with you. It's, it comes from TFP.org, friends of ours. Great organization. It's called Liberty vs. Tyranny. Slide number one. We'll go through 12 slides. We'll go back and forth with my wife. Uh, the, the, well, the first one is, slide number one is... It's called The Threat of Gender Ideology, 10 Reasons Why Transgenderism is the Family's Worst Enemy. Absolutely it 
When the transgender revolution wants, what they want is self-destructive, tyrannical, unscientific, immoral, abusive, and unhealthy relationships. That's what they want. Again, this comes from TFP.org, friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I would say about from, from a biblical point of view, the, the threat of gender ideology would be this. Revelation chapter 12, verse 9, the Bible tells us the huge dragon, the ancient serpent, who's called the devil and Satan, who deceived, notice that word, deceived the whole world, was thrown down to earth, and its angels were thrown down with it. So notice what the devil wants to do, mm-hmm. deceive. Yep. The transgender movement is one big deception. Second mm-hmm. John chapter 1, verse 7, the Bible says, many deceivers have gone out into the world. Those people that promote this transgender ideology are deceivers. Mm -hmm. And finally, another Bible verse that that applies to today's topic is 1 Timothy 4, verse 1. St. Paul writes, Now the Holy Spirit, the Spirit expressly Mm -hmm. says that in later times, some will depart from the faith by giving heed, in other words, listening to, to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. Guess what? We are in the latter times. Anything after the resur- uh, uh, resurrection and ascension of Christ is called the latter times. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm sure many people from this gender movement are falling away Catholics. Mm-hmm. So many Catholics are falling away from the faith. And they're, they're listening to what? Deceitful spirits, these are demons, and doctrines of demons. And I bet uh, those people were probably lukewarm Catholics. And those are the ones that bring poison into our faith, the lukewarm. Yep, just so, like uh, Mr. Biden, by yeah, the way. So, uh, slide number one. Slide number one, liberty versus tyranny. Choose wisely. So transgenderism is tyrannical, absolutely. Let's go back down memory lane. On, on May 13, 2016, the Obama administration issued a unilateral order that all public schools allow members of one biological sex to use the showers, locker rooms, and restrooms of the opposite sex. So with the stroke of the pen, President Obama imposed transgender bathrooms in all public schools mm. in the nation. I'm sure everybody remembered that. You just reminded us. Yeah. Our religious liberties have been trampled by this order because states that oppose this executive directive had been threatened with severe penalties, penalties such as a loss of federal funding. What the transgender revolution wants is self-destructive, tyrannical, unscientific, immoral, abusive, and unhealthy. The legitimate concerns of parents for their children's safety has been disregarded. The right to privacy and the importance of guarding our children's innocence has been trampled by the Obama administration. And now the Biden. And now the Biden, Mm -hmm. because he continues. The well-funded importance of guarding our children's innocence has been trampled by the Obama administration. I'm sorry, I've I've repeated. The transgender movement, like Islamic jihadists, is only satisfied with total submission. Under this new Obama government, tyrannical directive and Biden schools, university businesses, and even churches are no longer free to follow their moral principle. Here, here is what this means. Christian morality is now been deemed to be against the law and will not be tolerated 
by the Biden Obama government because mm-hmm. I think I think Obama's behind the scene. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I think I can't the, prove it. This you is know? The Obama's third so, uh, term, yeah, by the right, way. Right, right. Yeah. So you know, the Catechism of the Catholic Church it says, "By our first parents' sin, the devil has acquired a certain domination over man, even though man remains free, ignorance of the fact that." Men ha- has a wounded nature, inclined to evil, gives rise to serious errors in the areas of edu- education, politics, ser- social action, and morals. So those four areas. That's yeah. how devil, yeah. the devil attacks the human race. Yeah. Those four, four areas. areas. 407 mm-hmm. of the catechism. Yes, We're not making this up. Yeah. Education, politics, <laughs> with a big P, mm-hmm. social action, action, and, and morals. morals. Wow. And Father Gabriel Moore, rest in peace, rest in peace uh, the exorcist from uh, Rome. That Rome, said, quote, the devil loves to take over those who hold political office. Well, what is it? Well, look at look at right now. Our president is, you know, is for abortion. Yeah. Let me make a comment. The president is diabolically afflicted. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Diabolical affliction means when a person... They're so steeped in mortal sin that they have psychological compatibility with a demon. Mm-hmm. Biden is so steeped mm-hmm. in the teachings of, of the zeitgeist, the spirit of this age, Satan, that his intellect has clouded. It's darkened. His will is weakened. He has psychological compatibility with the demon of abortion. He has psychological compatibility with the demon of greed. He has psychological compatibility with the demon of of homosexuality. Psychological compatibility with the demon of transgenderism. When you commit a mortal sin, you make that demon present to you. Notice I didn't say you were possessed. Mm -hmm. That's different. Possession of the demons in the body. One mortal sin invites a demon to become present to you and now you're having a relationship with that demon whether you know it or not slide number three mr engineer slide number three or or slide number two actually uh the transgender ideology it fuels child abuse listen to the american college of pediatricians in their own words quote conditioning children into believing that a lifetime of chemical and surgical impersonation of the opposite sex is normal and healthful is child abuse. Endorsing gender discordance as normal via public education and legal policies will confuse children and parents, leading more children to present themselves to gender clinics where they will be given puberty-blocking drugs. That's not medicine. That's child abuse. This, in turn, virtually ensures that they will choose a lifetime of carcinogenic and otherwise toxic cross-sex hormones and likely consider unnecessary surgical mutilation of their healthy body parts as young adults. According to the American College of Pediatricians, the public promotion of transgenderism constitutes a form of child abuse. All I can say is God bless these pediatricians who are calling this for what it is. Yeah, absolutely. It's a form of child abuse, and as people of faith, we must oppose this with maximum determination. What does the Catechism say in paragraph 2333 about gender? It says this, quote, Everyone, man and woman, should acknowledge and accept his sexual identity. Mm-hmm. Accept it. Accept what you are, what mm-hmm. God made you. Physical, moral, and spiritual difference and complementarity are oriented toward the goals, goods, excuse me, of marriage, 
and the flourishing of family life. The harmony of the couple and of society depends uh, in part on the way in which the complementarity needs and mutual support between the sexes are lived out. Catholics believe there's only two genders, male and female. Right, and you know, I want to go back to how this is uh, child abuse. Do they not know that... You know, as we were growing up, we our thoughts and our 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 view of ourselves changed rapidly during our you know our grammar school years, our 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 teen years, and then our you know our young adult. We always see ourselves a little different. So how can you how can these young people determine? I am a man, even though I have a, a I mean I am a woman, even though I'm in a in a male body. At, at, at age of eight or nine or 10 or 11 or 12 or 15, 16. It, it's just, it's just, it, I just can't wrap that around my face, how they, they can do that, make this decision for these kids. It's plain evil. Absolutely evil. And, it's, it's Luciferian in thinking. You're listening to Jesus 911 Friday Show, Transgender Ideology, the Doctrine of Satan. We'll be right back. We're back, TGIF. Uh, thank God I'm forgiven. By the way, the devil's always messing with us. Uh, took out one of our mics, so <laughs> yes. here, here we are sharing one mic. But it's okay. It just makes me get closer to my wife. Yeah, okay. Hurt me, hurt yeah. me. We're talking about the transgender ideology, the doctrine of demons. Yeah. Uh, slide number three, it should be on the screen for those of you that are watching it Yeah, it's, via your computers. Yeah, the 10 reasons why transgender... 12 reasons, 12. 12, 12. reasons. Why tra- transgenderism is the family's worst enemy. That's yes. what we're talking about today. So it's number three. Yeah, number three. Uh, it contradicts biology and science. Okay. Gender ideology contradicts basic biology. This same progressive movement that once worshipped at the secular altar of science to the exclusion of God and religion. Now they're singing a different tune. They want us, people of faith... To disregard science because science disproves their transgender ideology. The American College of Pediatricians is clear. Here's what they say. Human sexuality is an objective biological binary trait. XY and XX. XY, XX. Are genetic markers for health, not genetic markers of of a disorder. (laughs) The norm for human design is to be conceive either male or female. Human sexuality is binary by design with the obvious purpose being the reproduction and flourishing of our species. This principle is self-evident. Individuals with DSDs, this means disorders of sex development or chromosomal defects are the exception. They do not constitute a third sex. They are intersex. That's what we just talked about, what I mentioned earlier. They may need surgery or hormone treatment. These are the exception, and their treatment is very personal and done on a case-by-case basis. Telling kids that they can become the opposite sex is called gaslighting. Gaslighting means to manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. This is called deception. And we know the devil is called the deceiver. 
We can find that in Revelation 12, 9. We just mentioned it earlier. And the father of lies, John 8, 44. Point number four. Biological sex cannot change. Those who embrace the transgender ideology pretend that men can morph into women or that women can morph into men. This claim is false. Dr. Richard Fitzgibbons, Dr. Philip Sutton, and Dr. Dale O'Leary in a well-documented study said the following, quote, it is, is it is physiologically impossible to change a person's sex since yeah. the sex of each individual is encoded in the genes. XX, if female, XY, if male. Surgery can only create the appearance of the other sex. These doctors affirm that sexual identity is written on every cell of the body and can be determined through DNA testing. It cannot be changed. So let me, let me recap. So what determines gender? Chromosomes. Female is XX. Male is XY. Mm -hmm. This happens at conception, which means that only God determines gender. Someone who accepts his gender insanity by surrendering to the nonsense of preferred pronouns has already, in a very real sense, been deceived by the devil. Satan knows that by confusing our understanding of human nature, he can destroy the church, the family, and our very bodies. Yeah. Number five, it, ra it, it warps manhood and womanhood. According to the transgender ideology apologists, they claim that biological reality does not determine one's sex. Feelings do. Therefore, the difference between male and female, much like the clothing we wear, are separate from our identity and are constantly in flux. Manhood and womanhood are simply old-fashioned labels used to describe what we see on the outside, but they don't take into account how the person feels or self-identifies. Feminist ideologue, lesbian and writer Simone D. Bovier affirmed that one is not born a woman, but rather becomes a woman. This demonstrates that the whole point of feminism is not so much to eliminate the so-called oppressive male class, but to abolish every difference between the sexes. Here is where we see how the homosexual, transgender, and feminist movements are allied. They share the same final goal, the destruction of male and female, manhood and womanhood. Hmm. St. Thomas Aquinas said, the definition of truth is conforming yourself to reality. Hmm. Wow, let me say that again. Yeah. The definition of truth is conforming yourself to reality. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. That's, you can find that in John 8, 32. Authentic freedom is being the person God intended you to be. St. John Paul II said, Freedom is not being able to do what you want to do. It is being able to do what you ought to do. Yeah, I love St. Thomas Aquinas. He brings you back to reality. Yes. <laughs> Slide number six, uh, or it's, uh, and this comes from tfb.org, our friends, friends of the field. Mm -hmm. The transgender ideology destroys reason. It yeah. destroys reason. Yeah. Catholics believe in faith and reason. A fundamental part of reason is the idea that things have a purpose. The purpose of our eyes, for example, is to provide us with sight. The wings of a bald eagle exist to provide it with flight. Our lungs exist in order to, for us to breathe and absorb oxygen. And our ears exist in order to hear. Likewise, the primary purpose of human sexuality is procreation and the reproduction of the human race. However, 
transgenderism is like like homosexuality and feminism deny this fundamental principle and therefore these movements are an attack on human reason itself which is a form of deliberate insanity mentally disordered and will lead to the suicide of western civilization transgender is not a civil right it is a mental disorder and we know demons are attracted to disordered thoughts St. Paul says in Romans chapter 1, verse 18, he says, quote, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and wickedness of men who by their wickedness suppress the truth. My comment, those people behind this transgender ideology that are promoting this, they are wicked people promoting wicked ideas and why do they do that because they want to suppress the truth and who is the truth his name is jesus christ right slide number seven transgenderism is self-destructive the transgender movement shatters lives regret despair and suicide is common among those who adopt the transgender lifestyle which is part of the lgbtq lmnop movement mm. Walt Heyer is an author and a public speaker with a passion to help others who regret gender change. Through his website, sexchangeregret.com, Walt Heyer is a man who regrets having lived like a woman for many years, he said. I knew I wasn't a real woman, no matter what my identification document said. I had taken extreme steps to resolve my gender conflict. But changing genders hadn't worked. It was obviously a masquerade. Walt Hare explained, Transgenders not only annihilate their birth identity, they destroy everyone and everything in their wake. Family, wife, children, brothers, or sisters, and career. Certainly, this demonstrates the behavior of someone hell-bent on total self-destruction and self-harm. A person puts himself in undue stress when he lives a fake lifestyle that means a lifestyle that violates his or her human nature. Here is the proof. According to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, 41% of those who identify as transgender in America have attempted to commit suicide. That's 25 times higher than the national average. It is a spiritual work of mercy. It says to instruct the ignorant. You can find that in Catechism 2247. It's a spiritual work of mercy to instruct the ignorant. And that's what we're doing. We are instructing the ignorant. Everybody in the VMPR are instructing the ignorant. We're not all that. It's... God is using us to do that, and, and we're following the Catechism Catholic Church, and you all need to instruct the ignorant, too. That's, that's, our, that's what, what we do. That's what Christ, it's, it's divine law. Um, so, also in Catechism, the Catholic Church also says in 2087, it notes that ignorance of God is the principle and explanation of all deviations. There, there we go. That's key. We're, our families are not believing in God anymore. Yeah. So when you don't believe in God, you believe in everything Anything. else. You yeah. believe in everything else. Yeah. So let's get our families back believing in God. Yeah, paragraph 2087 to me unlocks yes. the problem in yes. our society. Yes. When you're saying, my kids, this, and they're embracing lesbianism and more yeah. and one every day. What? Why? Mm -hmm. There it is. 2087 answers every question you have as a parent. 
why the schools, why the government, why everything is, is, is off kilter. Ignorance of God is the principle and explanation of all deviations. It doesn't... Uh, Kyle Clement and Dan Schneider are always saying the number one reason for diabolical affliction is people don't believe in God and don't yeah. know their faith. Right. And Point fathers, no- and yeah. fathers, that's your duty. Yeah. That is your role. Point number eight. I don't think we'll have a chance to get to this. I, I'm, I'm sure we're going to go to a break real quick. But this is where, when you, when you go into this type of confusion or transgenderism, where is it going to lead to? Yeah. Well, it could lead to, tra- transgenderism could lead us into trans species. Yes, there are human beings that are trying to identify as animals. <laughs> well, I'll just start this. I feel like I'm a dog today. Ruff, ruff. Oh, yeah, my Paul Clay was at the park the other day with his wife, and there's four people on all, all fours barking, and they're acting like dogs. And my friend Paul Clay, he's on with me on Mondays, his, he said, what are they doing? Are they practicing for a play or, or a skit? She says, no, you know, she's more with with the culture. She knows more about what's happening in the streets, so to speak. Letty, his wife said, no, honey, that's called transspecies. Uh, they believe that they're animals. <laughs> we'll talk about that next. Jesus 911. Yep. God bless you. We love you. Our hope, our lady. Here she comes. Ora pro nobis. The mother of our redeemer. Our Lady Guadalupe, pray for us. Our Lady of Fatima, pray Pray for for us. us. Transgenderism can lead to trans species. Here's what I mean. If a man can pretend to be a woman, why can't he also claim to be a Mm non-human? And don't laugh at this. Because of our society that has abandoned God, there's now a group of people with species identity disorder. They consider themselves non-human and are featured at homosexual parades. They also call themselves trans species or furies or other kins. The arguments used by the trans species movement to question their human status are essentially the same as those of the transgender movement. Their feelings tell them so. The problem is that when feelings replace reality, logic dies. The intellect, the highest part of man, is degraded and the animal passions rule. And our godless culture pressures us to play along with these depraved fantasies by browbeating, demonizing, and shaming people of faith if you speak out against it. Once these disorders are regarded as normal by our culture, what can possibly resist the unbridled sinful human passions from introducing greater forms of depravity? What will protect human reason from further destruction? St. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 2, 14 and 15, the unspiritual man does not receive the gifts of the Spirit of God for they are folly. That means silly, stupid, for they are folly to him and he's not able to understand them because they are they are spiritually discerned. In other words, you can only spiritually understand them if you're mm-hmm. if you're living in a state of grace. Mm-hmm. Saint Paul says, "The spiritual man judges all things, but he himself, but is himself to be judged by no one. 
Notice that the Bible makes a distinction. A distinction. There's the man of the world and the man of faith. Again, the spiritual man and the unspiritual man. First John five nineteen, the Bible says, "We know that we're of God, and the whole world is in the power of the evil one." And in Second Thessalonians chapter two verse nine to twelve, Saint Paul says, "The coming of the lawless one, that's the Antichrist, traditionally, by the activity of Satan, will be with all power and with pretended signs and wonders." And with all wicked deception for those who are to perish. Why? Because they refused to love the truth and so be saved. Therefore, God sends who? Those who refuse the truth. Mm -hmm. God sends upon them a strong delusion to make them believe what is false. So that all may be condemned who do not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. There comes such a point in time where God says, okay, you want to believe in, in lies and falsehoods? You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna allow you to just be blinded to the truth, and I'm going to send you this strong delusion. You want to believe in lies? Here's more. Here's more. Here's more. Yeah, the, at this point, it's the act of the will. Yeah. We have the free will, right? So our next slide, transgender ideology and religious persecution. Transgender ideology may spark the worst type of religious persecution in modern times because it imposes a perversion of the mind, beginning with small children. Transgender ideology is favored by the secular human, humanist, godless elites in our society. Those who oppose it are demonized and shamed. This modern fake religion of equality obligates our children to attend sensitivity training and gender indoctrination. Anybody who cheers the transgender movement, whether they know it or not, are de facto servants of a new godless religion that glorifies Satan. The trans movement operates like a religion. Its doctrine, transgender ideology, its false god, radical equality, reckless liberalism, its ministers, leaders of the homosexual movement, its acolytes, liberal media, immoral politicians, teachers, professors, and sadly, disobedient members of the clergy, its inquisition, anti-discrimination laws that threaten order and peace, its excommunication, anyone who speaks the truth is labeled a homophobe or a transphobe. Voltaire, he's a French philosopher in, in 1778, he, said, he once said, if you want to find out who's in control, look at who you cannot criticize. So in Matthew, in Matthew, in the scripture, it says, uh, chapter 5, verse 11 to 12, blessed are you when men reproach you and persecute, persecute you and, and speaking falsely, say all manner of evil against you for my sake, rejoice and exult. Because your reward is great in heaven. For so did they persecute the prophets who are before you. Amen. And, and Paul says in Romans in chapter 8 verse 31. What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? Wow, look at all the, the ideologies. And that picture is graphic, right? Yes, by the way. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Persecution. Uh, slide number 10. The transgender ideology, it, it offends God. It's just plain and yeah. simple. It offends God. Uh, to desire to change one's biological sex not only denies reality, but also offends God. 
Nobody is born male or female by chance, but in accordance with the plan of divine providence. It says in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I dedicated you a prophet to the nations. I appointed you, close quote. And in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, the Bible says God created male and female. <laughs> it's only two genders, not 50, as, uh, as the liberals want you to yeah. believe. Not, not even, and if you don't believe that, just look at, just look at a male and female. That's, that's, that's the way it is. Look at science. XXY, uh, XY, chromosomes. There you go. Therefore, to intentionally contradict the biological nature of mankind is an act of revolt against our Creator. Charity calls us to help those afflicted or confused about their own sex, not to increase their confusion by offering them a false solution. Charity does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 6. Therefore, mercy can never stand in opposition to the truth, for only the truth can set you free. Or as Father Casey says, we can't allow people to wallow in their sin. The prophet Ezekiel, chapter 33, from verses 1 to 11, he tells us to warn the people of their sin, or we will be accountable of allowing them to wallow in their darkness. St. John Paul II said, something very timely. He said, quote, it is a mistake to apply American democratic procedures to the faith and the truth and the truth. You cannot take a vote on the no, truth. No, boy, oh boy, do I miss that Pope and uh, do yeah. I miss Pope Benedict as well? <laughs> well, we can still pray for him for his intercession, right? Yeah, of course. So what can we do to save the family? Well, here's last slide. the last slide. And this is the solution. We must follow the angelic example of St. Michael, the archangel. Put on the armor in, in Ephesians uh, chapter 6, verse 11, 13. Put on the armor of God so that we may be able to stand firm against the tactics of the devil. For our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities, with the powers, with the world rulers, and with this, with this present darkness, with the evil spirits in the heavens. Therefore, therefore, put on the armor of God that you may be able to resist an, on the evil day and have and having done any everything to hold your ground. I like that. Hold, hold your, your ground. ground. Yeah, hold your ground, Catholics. Yeah. We got to hold our ground. That's okay. Like right now we're being persecuted for being pro-life. Just look at the streets right now. Mm. We are being persecuted for pro-life. Hold your ground. Mm -hmm. uh, so this simply means we must live in a state of grace which entails a life of faith, a life of prayer, and a life of virtue. We need to be striving for moral excellence, right? I want to pray a, a prayer to Our Lady. It's yes. the Hail Holy Queen. It's a prayer of hope. Yes. Our Lady, who is, who is the cause of our joy, mm -hmm. and she's also uh, the one who gives us hope in her son, yes. Jesus Christ. Yep. I want to pray for all the Catholics and all the people that are confused over this transgender ideology, yes. which is a demonic doctrine. Yes. I'd like to pray a Salve Regina for them right now. In nomine Patris et Filii Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Salve Regina, Mater Misericordia, Vita Duce do Espes Nostra Salve, A te clamamos, Exules Filis Ive, A te suspiramos, Gementes Clementes, In hac lacrimanum vae, A ergo Avocata Nostra, 
y los tuos misericordios óculos a nos converte y esum benedictus frutus ventris tui nobis os hoc exilium ostende o clemens o pia o dulcis virgo maria ora pro nobis sancta dei genitrix ut digne ficiamunus pronunciónibus Christe amen And remember the words of St. Padre Pio, pray, hope, and don't worry. Worry is useless. God is merciful, and God will hear our prayer. In the Jesus 911 show, what, we're, what we try to do is we put, try to put the spotlight of truth upon this culture of death. Yeah. We are like a lighthouse amidst a gathering storm. We want to pray America great again. Yeah, and you Catholics out there that are listening to the show, go out there and, and, and give people the truth. And the truth will set you free. You know that. I know that. And uh, we're here. We're in this together. Don't lose hope. Um, first, start with your family members. That's how we start through relationship. The relationship to give, bring people the truth in love, in love. Also, what's important is that in your, in your, if your town, in your area, in your diocese, if you guys have these prayer rallies, go out there and support these prayer rallies. There's rallies that are going on here in, in, in the Diocese of Phoenix. Uh, you got many Catholics that are participating. Uh, see if there's any pro-life rallies in your area. Uh, again, pray the rosary every single day, especially for those five justices yes. uh, that uh, they, they have this apostolic courage. And just remember... And for those justices to convert their, uh, their, their vote to the pro-life, we got to uh, pray for them too. Because those justices are on their way to hell yes, they with, are. Their, with their fancy degrees and, and, yep. and, and, their, and, their, and all their accolades and... Ed educational accolades, they're on their way to hell. Sotomayor, uh, Breyer, Breyer, and, and uh, Kagan, if they don't repent. Yep. Okay? Nobody gets to heaven killing kids. It, killing kids. If you're in mortal sin, nobody goes to heaven. There's yep. no exceptions. God, oh, you're a Supreme Court justice. Come on in. Yep. You get a pass. No. These three justices are objectively in mortal sin, and so is Biden. Mm -hmm. Pray for him as well. If they die in this condition, they're going to hell. Remember this, as Catholics, Psalm 69, verse 2, it gives me hope. Say this throughout the day. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Say that throughout the day. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. One more time. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste, make haste to help me. Amen. Hope you have a great weekend. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. This is the month of Mary. Pray your rosaries every day. Yes. And uh, I want to just tell everybody, thank you for being with us tonight, today. And uh, just go out there and love your family, love your children, speak the truth in love, and bring people to Christ. That's our goal. That's Matthew, right. Matthew 28. Make Amen. disciples of all nations. Remember, uh, as Catholics, be holy or die trying. You've been listening to Jesus 911, the Friday night show. This is, uh, we're signing off for the weekend. I was a little bit under the weather, uh, but I'm feeling better today. Not perfect, but I'm feeling yeah. better enough to come on the show. Up next, by the way, Gary Machuda, Hands-On Apologetics, coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. I think we're off uh, 958. Coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. Uh, God bless you. Keep the faith. We'll see you next time.